Hi, my name is Divine Brown, and you are listening to ContraZoom. This is ContraZoom, a Live in Limbo production. Today, I'm joined with Divine Brown, award-winning singer, songwriter, and actress on both screen and stage. Thank you so much for joining me today. How are you doing? I'm really good. How are good. you? Good. I'm great, and I appreciate you taking time out of your busy rehearsal schedule to talk to us today. No problem. Perfect. Um, first off, can you tell me a little bit about how you got involved with the production of Passing Strange, and specifically your part of The Mother? Um, I, I, I basically auditioned for the show. That's how I got involved, but... Um, I got really, really excited about the audition for the show. I had done some research and and uh, and I knew that this was something that I really wanted to be a part of. So I was really happy um, to know that I, I I passed through the audition phase and got in. Um, the role of the mother—it's it, interesting. She is the um, she's trying to handle the changes that a teenager goes through when they discovered that they that their love is music and and the arts and um and you know her side of his journey into self-discovery of of, of his creative uh, process and and um, musicianship so um it's an interesting uh vantage point partly because i relate to that because i have a, a teenager myself <laughs> Uh, but the other part of it is is uh, not only do I relate to the role of the mother, but I relate to the role of the youth. I relate to the role of of, of the uh, of Stu, um, the narrator, and uh, and everything else. Um, it's such a fantastic, well written script with really great cross references to. Um, to the Bible, to different, just just different cultural, African American cultural figures um, that had that basically crossed over to Europe to become stars when they were sort of mediocre in their own um, in, in their own uh, town in their hometown. So uh, it's just a really great experience to kind of see all of these different vantage points um, as a creative person myself. You know? Did you know about the production before you got involved with it? No, no. actually. But and, and that's what was great was uh, doing the doing some research prior to the um, bit of research prior to the audition and then doing some more research about the show. Uh, the more and more I read about it and the more I uh, once I got the script first read read through I was like, oh my goodness, this is this is gonna be a fantastic production. Like what a well-written script, mm-hmm. um, and then I and that was further affirmed when we did when we workshopped it prior to we just did like a, a read through and a, a, a run through some of the music, which was great to kind of get our minds within the process of of how it might work uh, during the rehearsal phase, but that further instilled the fact that I really, really was excited to be a part of the production. And I've been dying to work with Philip Beacon as well. So. Oh, nice. Yeah. Well, I think what's really fascinating is that 
this is being put on at the opera house, not a traditional theater. How do you think doing at a more traditional music venue is really going to bring this show to life? Ah, uh, I think it was. I think it was brilliant mm-hmm. uh, of of acting stage, acting upstage, and Obsidian to say this is where we want it at a music venue because I think it will give. Uh, it'll really help to bring the characters to life um, with some of the. There's a bit of audience. Uh, um, um, cast member audience interaction that happens and it'll really help to bring the characters to life and, and bring I think it'll help to bring the audience members into the show and feel even more part of the show mm-hmm. rather than sitting back and, and just watching it all happen mm-hmm. and I really like being a part of productions like that but the music venue it's just it works because of the so many uh, styles of rock elements that are in the show, um, it just works in a. I think it'll be amazing in a live venue. It it, it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. E- even when there's seats in a venue like the Opera House, there's still that vibe you get from being in a, a building where it's every night a band is playing. Exactly. A full band. Exactly. So some of that energy, I think, is going is going to help to further manifest. Uh, the the energy of the of the of the story and help like I say like I said to bring the story to life. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I'm so excited. That's good. That's <laughs> yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, in the past year, there's been you know a show like Hamilton, which has mm. really energized people. Yes, being back into musical theater. But Passing Strange debuted a full decade before Hamilton yes, came out, right? Which has to be some sort of influence on, on someone like Lin Manuel Miranda. Uh, do you think this idea of fusing rock and different roots music and things like that into musical theater is just something that's uh, this new trend that we can really look forward to. Um, perhaps it is a new trend, but it's it, it's making it definitely makes um musical theater exciting. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've seen that kind of excitement happen since Rent, um, which I was also a part of, which is which is amazing. So I think that um. I think it's more of a resurgence mm-hmm. of, of, of this style with with a new twist, um, and uh, and and yeah, it just makes there's a lot of great, really interesting projects that have been coming out of musical theater. Um, this is definitely one of the one of the more exciting ones. Like I said, I'm just I'm just ecstatic to be a part of the process. Do you think a production like this appeals more to maybe music lovers or more to theater lovers? Both, 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 um, both both because the music drives the story mm-hmm. but the story is so well written that that uh, and and there's some fantastic actors um, that, I, that I have the, the privilege to work with that uh, that that definitely bring it in the theater uh, into the theater genre as well but I think music lovers will who are not theater goers per se will also get a lot from a production like this now speaking of some of the other actors in the show you look at the credits of the people involved and they've basically been on every single major theatrical production in Toronto in the last however long it was. Yes. What does Divine Brown bring to the show? Um, I bring I bring a bit of I bring a lot of music, obviously. Like mm-hmm. I bring a lot of that musical sensibility. 
Um, but I also bring an aspect that people don't get to see very often, which is the actor side of me. Um, so you'll get to see some, some more serious moments, a few comical moments. Um, and, and, uh, and I think that all, all of that is, it, it's all encompassing as to, and, and as a, as a working fabric as to who I am. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be exciting. I'm, I'm just excited. It's, it's, uh, and I think it'll be exciting for theater goers and, and music lovers alike to, to see me in a different element. Mm-hmm. Does being involved in a production that was a Tony Award winning play, musical, and everything else that came along with all the accolades, does that put a certain amount of pressure or is it just sort of reassure you, I know I'm in a good show, it's going to be good no matter what sort of thing? It's reassuring. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think, I don't feel, I don't feel pressure per se. I wanted, I know that all of us, all, all of the, all of the uh, actors involved um, want to make this story come to life and we want to do it justice because it's, mm-hmm. like I said, it's a fantastic script with fantastic music. So I think that's our, um, I, I think that's our, uh, our focus is to, is to just really bring this story to life, do it justice and, um, and add to the legacy of, 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 of what the show has already sort of, uh, the legacy it's, it's started. Yeah. Nice. Um, being involved with a company like Obsidian that specializes in black theater, mm-hmm. does that have an extra importance to you? How do you feel about the work that they've been doing? The work that they've been doing is incredible. Um, uh, it's, uh, it's amazing to, uh, I, on, on a few different occasions, I've had uh, the opportunity not to work specifically with Obsidian. I'm hoping that, that, that there'll be some projects that <laughs> they'll, they'll consider me for. But, um, but I think that being able to have opportunities to tell our stories in, 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 uh, in different ways um, is an important thing, to, addition to theater. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I love Obsidian's work. Like I said, I'm just ecstatic that I was going to be working with Philip Bacon, so... Yeah. Very nice. Uh, and then, on, I guess, on a slightly different note, you recently released a new single, yeah. Love Alibi. Yeah. And it's got this fantastic disco beat to it. Yeah. What made you decide to go in that new direction? Um, I think I, I, I think people forget that I always tend to uh, mix up my musical styles. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all based in soul. Like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a very soulful approach to... Uh, a soulful and sort of nouveau approach to the disco and I think O2 disco era, um, <clears throat> that also, uh, has some, um, very just house, um, house soulful house elements to mm-hmm. it. And so it just ended up being that way. It wasn't something that I planned, but the song happened and I said, I need to put this out. I'll probably put a, a, another few, few songs out like that, but it's, it's, it's not, a direction where I'm like, this is my, this is my entirely new direction, but it is something that, that happened that I think that, um, I am, uh, that, that I can, you know, look at artists like Gloria Gaynor and, and Donna Summer who, who have fantastic legacies that I can just say, you know, I, I, I'm happy to have been able to add a little bit to that in, in um, 
<clears throat> in a con- with a contemporary feel, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think you could definitely imagine someone like Donna Summer really appreciating a song like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, other than passing Strange and Love Alibi, what else does 2017 hold for you? Oh man, um, I uh, with Love Alibi, I'm also going to be dro- dropping my EP. I wanted to drop it in February, but with the, the schedule of the, of this production, I think I'm going to hold back and just drop a few more singles to mm-hmm. just. Listen out for a few more singles that I have coming up. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for our time. For Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. I really appreciate thank it. Thank you. Uh, you can see Divine Brown on stage passing Strange, which is at the Opera House from January 24th until February 5th. the chase the name is Stu and I'll be narrating this gig so just sit tight we might play all night 